0: The is a summary of the Sicha. The Balaturim says about our Parsha that this is the only Parsha in which, from the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu until the end of Parshabam, Sefer Bamidbar, Devorim, the Mishnah uh, Torah is different, but it's the only Parsha in which Moshe Rabbeinu was not mentioned since his birth, and he explains because Moshe Rabbeinu said when he was uh, pleading on behalf of the uh, the uh, people that sinned with the eagle, Hashem said he's going to wipe them out and he said if you are unwilling to forgive them then erase me from the Torah so since even though he made a condition and in the end Hashem did forgive the Yidden but since he uttered that curse he erased me from the Torah so it came fulfilled at least in this Parsha that his name is not mentioned in this Parsha so we have to understand why is it specifically this Parsha that is chosen that Moshe Rabbeinu's name should not be mentioned especially in light of the fact that we only know about what Moshe Rabbeinu said erase me from the Torah in the next parish in parasha Kisisa so how is it that the lesson is learned even before he made the Torah tells us that he made mention of such, a idea, such an idea that he should be erased from the Torah why is it an Atat Tzava? So, therefore, there must be something about this parsha which s- is specific to this idea that Moshe Rabbeinu's name doesn't appear there. So, we have to understand what's the connection with the what's going on in our parsha with this idea of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu not being mentioned. What is mentioned in our parsha? It talks about the lighting of the menorah, it talks about making the uh, the big dekhun, the garments of the kayanim that they used in the service of the base of Mishkan, the training of Aaron and his sons and the making of the mesbeach what's the connection between those four things which are the subjects mentioned in this Parsha with the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu being left out, his name being left out of the Parsha there's another thing, it's not that Moshe Rabbeinu is not mentioned, doesn't come up in the Parsha, he comes up in the Parsha many times it's just that his name isn't mentioned in the Taita, the name Moshe is not mentioned but in fact the very name of the Sedra which is Va'ata Tatsada. and Va'ata is talking about Moshe Rabbeinu so the name of the sedra, which we know it conveys the theme of the sedra is Moshe Rabbeinu mentions about Moshe Rabbeinu even though not by name but it's talking about him and Va'ata talks about a deeper level of Moshe Rabbeinu which is, transcends the idea of a name we know that a name is really something that other people need to know you by they need to refer to you by your name. But a person, I myself, I don't need my name. I refer to myself to my essence. So the name Moshe is even on a lower level than describing the Atatetzaveh, which talks about the essence of Moshe, as the Kliyakos says, that it talks about the very essence of Moshe. So, in other words, that the name of the Parsha describes an even greater level of Moshe than his name. So what I mean, that's how you took him out of the Torah by mentioning his very essence and naming the Parsha by his very essence so to understand this we have to first understand what exactly was Moshe Rabbeinu saying when he said he erase me from the, the, from the Torah as, as Rashi says it means from the entire Torah, take my name out of the entire Torah Why? Moshe Rabbeinu is identified with Torah, he is Torah that's what he is about Torah is the whole Torah is called by the name of Moshe so why was Moshe Rabbeinu willing to give up his very connection to Torah by being taken out of the Torah altogether and over whom about defending the people of the Egil that they disconnected themselves from Torah so why is Moshe Rabbeinu willing to give up his, what he is all about to defend such people that don't even want a connection to Torah and we also have to understand what is Moshe Rabbeinu saying? if you're not willing to forgive them erase me from the Torah what's the connection between those two things? what kind of a threat is that? that it's the correct response to Hashem saying I'm not going to forgive them the correct response is take me out of the Torah what's the connection? so Rashi says that the reason is Moshe Rabbeinu did, said I don't want them to say that I didn't defend them I couldn't defend the people of the Eagle. but is that really what the, that's difficult to understand because when Everything is at stake. What's at stake is that Hashem is not going to forgive the Yidin for the Chet HaEgel. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is thinking about. What are they going to say about me? That I didn't uh, was unwilling to defend them or was unable to defend them? Everything is at stake. The Yidin are at stake. He's thinking about himself. So the explanation is, Moshe Rabbeinu is one with the Yidin. Rashi says, Moshe is the Yidin. The Yidin are Moshe. They're inextricably connected to each other. They are one and the same. Which explains why, when the Yidin sinned with the eagle, Hashem said to Moshe, Rabeinu, lech reid, Go down from the mountain. And the, as Chazal say, that means go down from your great level. You're, going, you're being demoted a level. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu being demoted when he had no connection to the Chet at all? Not even in the sense that he could have stopped it, he should have said something, he wasn't even there. Not geographically, he was up on the mountain and also spiritually, he was up on the mountain in the heavens. Spiritually he was so far from where they were that he had no connection to it. Why is he being demoted over the Yidden's Chet Egel? And the answer is because what's the greatness of Moshe? Moshe's greatness comes from the Yidin. So when, when they're great, He becomes great. When they are lowered, He's one with them. He becomes lowered as a result of it. And that's the explanation. Moshe Rabbeinu's connection to Yidin is even deeper than his connection to Torah itself. Just like it's true that the connection between the Yidin and Hashem is even deeper than the connection than the, than the Torah and Hashem and the Torah and the Yidin. Hashem says, and even though it says I have written myself, Hashem says I have written myself into the Torah and I have given it to you even so the connection between the Yidden and Hashem is even deeper as we we know from the expression of Chazal Yisrael, kadmul, the, the Yidden come before the Torah which means they're closer, they are on a level above the Torah in their closeness with Hashem and for this reason, because the Yidin are connected to the Hashem, even on a deeper level than their connection through Torah to Hashem. And that's why we say, Yisrael, that even if a Yid sins, in other words, he's lost his connection to the Torah, still is a Yid, he's still connected to Hashem. That's why the Nasi, Yisrael, the Tzadikim, they emulate the kinds of relationships that Hashem has with the Yidin and therefore their connection to Yidin is also in that way that it transcends even the connection that the Yidin have through Torah and this the Rebbe says is especially true by those Yidin that are connected in a manifest way to the leader, to the tzaddik that his responsibility for those Yidin is even more than, than just for all Yidin because the people of your city come before the people of other cities for your charity, for for your help to them. So the person connected to the tzaddik is even more. The tzaddik has even more responsibility to that person, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was saying. He was saying to Hashem, the connection between the yidden and and Sorry, between the yidden and Hashem is even deeper than the connection to Torah. So which means, as far as Hashem is concerned, He's willing to forgive the Yidden for the Chet HaEgel. Because He's willing to forgive anything. The Torah says that you can't forgive them. If that's the case, so let's take the Torah out of the picture. I want to go beyond the Torah. Take me out of the Torah. Let's forge a connection between me and the Yidden, and you and the Yidden, which transcends Torah our connection will go deeper than the Torah and therefore then they will be able to get Kapar, they will be able to get atonement for that terrible sin and then eventually they will work their way back to Torah as well we see this point brought out by the uh, by the Beis Yosef, it said the Magid Mesharim, which means the Malach that taught him he had a relationship that was taught by a Malach for many years who also told him that he was chosen, that he would die al-Kiddush Hashem, he would have the great merit of dying al-Kiddush Hashem, but in the end, for some reason, he was penalized, and that was taken away from him, That uh, that uh, merit, that schus, to die al-Kiddush Hashem was taken away. So the Rebbe says, imagine, if he had died al-Kiddush Hashem, he would not have, or perhaps might not have, finished the Shulchan Aruch. Which his life was that to finish the Shulchan Aruch and to teach the Yidin and to be the guide for all Yidin, for all generations, the Shulchan Aruch is by what we live. Yet, taking away the, the uh, this idea that he would die Al Kiddush Hashem was considered a penalty. But because of this, he was able to finish the Shulchan Aruch. So we see that his connection to Yidin through Torah. Is is of a lower status than his expression of his connection to, Hash, to to Hashem through Kiddush Hashem, which talks about his direct connection to Hashem, transcendent of Teira. So we see that the connection to Hashem is even deeper than connection through Teira. And that's the connection between Mecheni Mesiprecha, this idea that Moshe wanted to be taken out because of that reason, with Pasha Ba'ata Tetzave means that you, the essence of Moshe is what brings together we know the word mitzvah means to connect we usually attribute it to connecting to Hashem but Moshe Rabbeinu also connects all the Yidin to become as one when he, because he reaches down into the essence which transcends even Torah, therefore he establishes or forges a connection between every yid and every other Yid even the most ordinary Yid, even the most the greatest sinful Yid there is the connection because the that core essence is expressed. So the name va'ata also expresses this essential connection with uh, that transcends the connection through Torah. The same is true for v'yiklo elcha, the next subject, which is about the lighting of the menorah. The question could be asked: Why are the yidden bringing the oil to Moshe Rabbeinu if Aaron is the one that needs to light the menorah? And the answer to that is, Aaron is. Aaron is great, but his relationship is primarily with such yidin which are meireis, they are illuminated they're ready to be illuminated they are by themselves naturally inclined to be better people, to be tzaddikim to want to grow in their Avedis Hashem, but he doesn't have the ability to connect to the people that are far from that therefore it has to be brought to Moshe and Moshe is the one that can guide and bring the, uh, the lights also to the ordinary people to those people that are far that are not naturally inclined to that and the same is also true for the rest of the subjects in the Torah the next one is about the garments of the Kayanim so over there too it says they should bring the you should bring iron close to become a Kayan Moshe Rabbeinu has to make iron into a Kayan You should make the garments for Aaron, your brother. Why is Moshe making the garments? The answer is the same. Also the training of the Kayanim. Moshe Rabbeinu has to be the one to train them. That is because Kayanim are connected to holiness. They do all their work within the holy environs of the Mishkan they are connected to holiness, but who's going to take care of the, the children outside the mi- Mishkan? The people that are not connected to the Mishkan. Moshe Rabbeinu has to guide the whole kahuna with the garments of the kahuna, with the, uh, the training of the Kayanim, that they should also, through Moshe Rabbeinu, bring everyone even to f- reach out to the people that are unaffiliated, to the people that are not naturally holy. And that's also the reason of the last subject in this parsha, which is the making of the, uh, the Mizbeach haktayris. The natural question here is, why is this Mizbeach being described in parsha Tetzaveh instead of in parsha Truma where all the other furnishings of the Mishkan are made, are, are described, including the Mizbeach hachitz. In other words, even Mizbeachs are mentioned there. So why is this one over here? And the answer is because this is the Mizbeach haktayris. And our sages tell us that k'tayris is a muscle for including the sinners into our midst. It says that Chelbana was one of the spices that was mixed in, that was part of the uh, recipe of the Ktairis. But Chelbana itself has an unpleasant odor, but it was included with all those other spices which are meant to bring out Reach a pleasant odor. Why? It's because that teaches us that we have to include also the sinners that, uh, that exude an unpleasant odor. They have to be part of it. In other words, the same idea of Atatetzabah, Moshe Rabbeinu, reaching out and including through his essential connection to the Yidden, because we are one with Moshe, and Moshe is one with us, brings out our connection even to the most uh, sinful Jew as well. That's the lesson to us also that it's not enough that you have to love a Jew like yourself, that is not even enough, because Moshe Rabbeinu, what's his kamaycha? His kamaycha is Torah. Loving another yid would have meant loving another yid just like the Torah, bring him into Taira, But we are taught that Moshe Rabbeinu had to abandon his love for Torah in order to connect on an even more essential level. So to us also, we have to express our love for another Yid, until Messir nefesh, even the things which are essential to us, we have to be able to see past that in order to bring another Yid close to Torah.